This is a podcast of the Muffield Department of Medicine. Today we talk to Professor Rose McCready about her research on malaria in pregnancy. Hi Rose. Hi Charity. So why is malaria in pregnancy particularly harmful? Mm. Um, on the time in my border where I work, the most obvious harm we see is when a pregnant woman dies from severe malaria as a clinician sending home the husband and the two children without the mother's very harrowing and made worse because these deaths are preventable. We see tens of thousands of these deaths every year. Uncomplicated malaria is also harmful, but it's much more sinister. The mother may not have any symptoms at all of malaria, but she, her fetus is on a pathway to be born with a low birth weight and premature and then it has a higher increased risk of mortality in the first year of life. It cannot reach its full growth potential. That means it'll be short in stature and not do as well at school or in job attainment. And when a small, a baby born too small reaches adulthood, they suffer diseases like diabetes and hypertension. So malaria sets up this really negative health cycle which is not just destructive to the individual, but to the country's endemic for malaria. So then how do you treat malaria in pregnancy? Well, you really run, I want to prevent malaria in pregnancy. Failing that, we treat. It's very similar to, un to uncomplicated malaria in non-pregnant patients, except for in the first trimester, we'll use quinine rather than an artemisinin derivative. Pregnancy already makes you susceptible to anemia, mm -hmm. so we, we're very vigilant at looking for and treating anemia. Severe malaria in pregnancy has got a very high mortality. Actually, we'd like to take care of these women in intensive care, but in most rural and resource poor settings, they're very hard to access. Mm -hmm. For example, if I had 10 women with severe malaria in intensive care in good facilities and gave my best drug, mm. intravenous artesanate, still two of them will die and they won't go home. And then our intention is to save the life of the mother. We, a lot of those women will also lose the baby. What is your approach then to malaria in pregnancy? Um, so where we are on the Thai Myanmar border, the drugs that we'd normally give a woman to prevent malaria have all been lost to resistance. So we can't prevent with the drug, but we also know two thirds of our death occur before delivery. So we have to offer early detection and treatment. Each time we see the pregnant woman, we, we do a finger prick, blood smear, we check for malaria and we treat very early. Uh, there's a 50% chance if she had malaria, the parasites will come back. So we need to follow right up to delivery. And for delivery, we really encourage all women to birth with trained, skilled birth attendants because they have the, the skills and the resources to prevent the unexpected events during childbirth. What are the most important lines of research that have emerged in the last five to 10 years? Um, I think artemisinins that we now know they can be safely used in pregnancy is number one and will have saved many lives. 
Uh, in 2001, we introduced ultrasound in our setting, and that was a really a big challenge. The, the clinics are made of bamboo. We get surges in the electric supply. The certain insects really favour the warm and dry insides of the machine. So once we got over that and we can document what happens in early pregnancy, actually malaria is associated with miscarriage and more of a problem when we talk about those babies t born too small, actually that's happening very early in pregnancy which brings into question how we can control malaria. We've also looked at um, antibody responses throughout the length of pregnancy. It's quite hard to follow a woman for nine months, so this work's very important for vaccine studies. And we've continued to work on Vivax malaria. In fact, 90% of our Vivax infection is emerging from the liver. And our main problem is that the only drug we have for the liver stage, we can't use it in pregnant women. Difficult. Why does your line of research matter? Why should we put money into it? I think if we can have a pregnancy free from malaria parasites, this is the most common infection, parasitic infection of humans. Then we will decrease infant and maternal mortality and morbidity significantly. If, if we can get that early in utero environment healthy, then this child has a chance at a productive life and that's just one individual. This is, we're talking malaria endemic countries. It can make a huge financial impact. How does your work fit into translational medicine within the department? Um, so we documented artesianate use in pregnancy since 1992, slowly and carefully, every time we gave had to give that treatment. And this has formed the backbone of evidence for the World Health Organization to change their guidelines for pregnant women. Uh, the new findings on the early pregnancy effects that we've worked out with ultrasound, these are more challenging because our current policy is to treat pregnant women from the second trimester with antimalarials. But the early work says that's too late. We need to rethink how we work. We could take a lesson from the West. When a woman has disease, we ask her to come early to see her GP. We optimize health pre before conception. And that if we could do that in resource limited settings, we can, we can take on a lot. We can look at anemia, malaria, worms, and sexually transmitted infections, and really optimize health before conception. Thank you, Rose. That was absolutely fascinating. Thank you, Sherry.